Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search, brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston, Executive Recruiter, Director of Recruiting with VIP, and your all-around hiring guru. And today, I have brought a very special guest in with me to do a company spotlight. I know we haven't done a lot of these, but I'm really just so enamored with this company that I thought it was about time we had somebody come on from their company to talk a little bit about them, what they do, and what sets them apart from the other companies, and maybe why you should work there. So with me today is Brenda Siri, Head of Talent Acquisition at Aventive. Aventive is the parent company to a family of companies that provides leading-edge civil and criminal justice technology solutions that improves public safety and modernizes the incarceration experience. And I'm probably going to mess that up a time or two, so bear with me. She joins us today to share a little bit more about the company, its mission, and its incredible culture. Brenda, I am so excited that you said yes to being here with me today. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> you know, I, I love to tell our guests a little bit about how we got connected. And so, you know, as a recruiter, oftentimes the relationship between internal talent acquisitions or head of HR can be a little rocky, but I never felt that way with you. And we've been working together for what? About three and a half years. Is that all? Yeah. Is that, I feel like it's been forever. Yeah. So, And I think I've been working with... so. Aventive just recently, um, I, I, I knew the company is Securus, right. which is now a subsidiary of Correct. Aventive. So I've been working with those guys for a while, but I am, you know, whenever you guys call me, I'm like, yes, I'm there for you yes. because I just love what y'all do. So well, we really appreciate what you do for us. Well, thank well. you. Thank Definitely. you. So tell me a little bit about the company, the solutions it provides and the mission that you serve. So, um, how, how you and I came to know each other through Securus. Securus um, was in, in business for over 30 years. And in late 2019, we rebranded under the name Aventive. Um, Aventive is a technology company. Um, our goal is to make the complex more simple and use technology to bridge the gap between people and their needs. So underneath the umbrella of Aventive is, of course, Securus that you know we are uh, a provider of technology that bridges and connects incarcerated individuals with those on the outside. Um, our technology keeps incarcerated individuals connected to their family and to their friends. All Paid, another one of our subsidiaries, mm -hmm. is more about government payments. So if you have to pay a traffic ticket, uh, your property taxes, maybe child support, uh, you can, you know, or even speeding tickets. You can use the all paid tool um, through your local government website to make those payments. Oh, I, I wasn't familiar with that one. So interesting. Yeah, that company's been around for uh, probably about two years. Now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And is there a third one? Um, there is. There's another company called JPay, and JPay uh, is a company that we acquired about four or five years ago, and JPay provides um, email type of services to incarcerated individuals 
um, you know, we have very protected servers. You know, a mm -hmm. lot of people are like, hmm, you're letting people email in prison, right? right? But, um, you know, as, as we'll talk about a little bit later, it's really important to help them stay connected to their families. So, you know, our real mission is to connect people and their needs. I love that. I love that. And we'll dig into that a little bit more too. But talk to me a little bit. So I know that one of your missions is to reduce recidivism. Absolutely. So. How does your company's work reduce recidivism and promote reform? So that's really the heart of the matter of what we are. And so I'm really glad that you're bringing us to that point to talk about it. Because in this day and age, <clears throat> excuse me, and in this time, you know, people need to be focused on the solution. How do we get people home to their families? Mm -hmm. And the goal is to keep people connected with their loved ones on the outside. So the tools that we've created keep people connected to their families, which has been shown to help prepare incarcerated individuals to have a more productive and restorative method of preparation as they come out into um, you know, the outside world, outside of being incarcerated. So we know that what helps people successfully reenter society is having housing, having jobs, and having strong mental health. And those are really determining factors that um, help previously incarcerated individuals successfully stay out and helps reduce recidivism. So we always look at our products and how we can help ensure that um, incarcerated individuals, A, have the opportunity to stay connected to their family, um, because that really helps drive strong mental health for them. And through being connected to their family, when they come out, you know, they usually, you know, 99% of them go to live with their families when they're mm -hmm. first released. Um, <clears throat> jobs, what's really exciting is the technology that we have that really helps the incarcerated individuals get education, um, skills, and by being able to touch technology, which maybe some of them haven't touched recent technology in a number mm -hmm. of years based on how long they've been incarcerated, um, we're providing them opportunities and tools that are gonna help them be more employable, help them stay connected to their family so they have a place to go right. upon that release, and it really keeps their mental health in a more stable place. So you know, we're, our, our goal is to keep those tools continuously provided to those individuals so that their release is much more successful. And it's so interesting that you say that, and probably where I found my first love of Securus, and I'm just going to tell a little story so everybody understands, you know, I grew up with my in-laws, um, who I met when I was very young, mm -hmm. and they were always doing prison ministry, and so that was my first connection, but I didn't really connect Securus or Aventive as a prison ministry mm -hmm. until I had a conversation with someone there on site, and they were showing me this new technology. They wouldn't even let me take the brochure because it had not even been released. I was like, can I have this? And I'm like, no, put it back, you know? <laughs> But it was this new technology, and it looked like an iTunes jukebox. Do you uh -huh. remember which one I'm talking about? Yeah, I sure do. And this is when I very first started working with you guys. And I was just like, you know, I, I don't understand why you're doing this because these people did something bad. Mm -hmm. They're here because they're bad. Why are you rewarding them? Right. And boy, I got an earful after that. And then that's when I really learned where my thoughts kind of shifted mm -hmm. about the purpose. And that's when I started seeing your mission not only as a mission, but almost as a ministry, even though I know that you're not a ministry, but it's you're still helping people. We are. And, you know, you have to think about what we've all experienced going through the pandemic, right? There's been, um, you know, a lot of pressure, sense of loss of human contact. 
um, and really connection with people, right? And we're on the outside. Yes. People who are incarcerated feel that so much more strongly. So the tools that we provide really help them, you know, mm. have that connection feeling. And you're right, a lot of people say, why would you let an incarcerated person have access to something that looks like an iPad, right? Exactly. Um, you know, our, our products actually have movies and games. We have religious content on there as well. Um, they have positive podcasts that they can listen to, and they can use those same tools to get that GED. We're now starting to provide skilled training because a lot of people that do come out and want to get back into the workforce um, need to to have skill training. So we're going to start providing um, in the near future some more um, like tradesman type of training for them that they'll be able to get using our tools so that when they come out, they're more readily available to get employed. That's so amazing. It is. I love what you really guys exciting. are doing. You know, and I want to talk, I really want to focus on what you do is amazing, no doubt about it. But the people that you bring into your culture are amazing as well, mm -hmm. as is your culture. So let's talk about real quick, what are some of, your, you know, your company has seen, I can't remember, was it 40% growth over the last five years? Am I rem remembering that correctly? Uh, actually, we had over the past five years, we, we almost doubled in size. Wow. We had tremendous growth. Some of that was organic and some of it was through acquisition of other companies, but we grew tremendously in that time. So... What, what does the future look like for Aventive? So it's kind of exciting actually, because with the current you know, scenario going on in this country, right? All organizations have the opportunity to think of their next steps in a new way. Um, you know, four months ago, we were a company where all of our associates were inside mm -hmm. the building working, and one day we all went home, right? And through that process, what we found out is that we really can all work from different locations. So it's sort of opened up a future where we can tap into phenomenal talent anywhere, right? I don't have to just only look for people in Dallas to yes. fill positions. I can look at this phenomenal um, group of people that work across the United States and really um, more broadly, you know, more broadly empowered to find great talent and be more flexible. Um, it's also really exciting because we really bring a human, a human face to technology and, and having broader groups of people to bring that technology to and include in helping us create even more technology is just really, really exciting. So if what I'm hearing is correct, and don't, I know y'all have a lot of stuff going on right now that can't be discussed, but it sounds to me like y'all may be going broader than Prisons? Am I hearing that correctly? Or? I mean, we will always be um, uh, tied to, you know, the prison industry will always be tied to supporting uh, correctional facilities and our local government officials. But some of the broadness is with that all paid product, for example, mm -hmm. uh, we can support uh, the need to make government payments. Um, so I don't know that necessarily we're going to very quickly be out of the realm of what we're in, but what we have become is um, a company that can can now uh, employ individuals outside of Dallas and outside of our local offices in other states because you know the pandemic has let us become a more 
flexible company than, than we were. We always felt we needed people in the office, and now we've learned, you know, we really don't. Well, and I think you're not alone. Yeah, I mean, our whole landscape, you know, and of course my business is to talk to companies on a daily basis, and I'm just hearing things from all across the board about what's going to happen in the future and, you know, what it's going to look like for those companies. So many of the companies that I'm talking to are like, we're not... We, we're not even thinking about even thinking about a date until after the first of the year, right. about when we're going to start bringing people back in. Right. So it has definitely changed the way we do business for sure. Um, what areas of the company are growing the most or the fastest? So it's kind of interesting. I think in normal times, the positions that, that do uh, come available most often are positions in IT or our field positions, right? Our field positions are the people that go into the prisons and service the equipment mm. that we provide to the facilities. Right now, because of what's going on, we do have growth opportunities. However, um, it's really exciting. We are offering those opportunities to our internal associates. We really want to give them the opportunity to grow within the company and really harvest the formal knowledge that's in our existing workforce yeah. right now. So we're finding ways to really provide internal growth opportunities um, and give them new career paths. And what we do know is when the economy picks up, we will have to go out and backfill those positions. But for right now, where there's a need, we're really trying to cultivate the amazing talent that we've got. That is so amazing. I just talked to a candidate today that said that is exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. A company that provides the mentorship, number one, mm -hmm. and then those professional development opportunities and the opportunities to stretch your wings. And there's sometimes when for example, I started in accounting. Mm. Could you see me working in accounting? No. I look at you today. <laughs> but that's it. I mean, somebody gave me the opportunity to do something different. Right. And I think that that would be so organic for it to happen within a company. So I love that you guys are doing that and listening to your employees um, and helping them find that. So as the head of talent acquisition, mm -hmm. What can you tell us about the culture that you seek to build internally? Well, one of the things that I really love about Aventive is that we're always looking forward. So I can foresee in the future that we'll always have new lines of opportunity and working from home has certainly brought an amazing mm -hmm. cultural change. Um, you know, when we were forced to go home to work, but under um, HR leadership and our CEO, we're really, you know, we're pushing the limits and we're saying, what else should we be thinking of? You know, how can, what else can we do to improve our culture and our employee experience? So our goal is to create a culture of gratitude. Um, I will tell you, our CEO. I love that. Yeah, our CEO, um, he's phenomenal. Um, Mr. Dave Abel, every time, every week we get a, a really lovely video from him and it's very encouraging. And every single video that he starts, starts with gratitude something that he is grateful for about our people and what we do um, for the community. So, you know, creating a culture of gratitude where our associates know um, that their work really matters and that their lives matter. And we want them to know that our CEO and all the leaders in the organization really listen to them and that they have a voice. So we've created open lines of communication with all of our associates and our CEO because he really does care about them. And whether it's something as simple as presenting an idea that eventually leads to a patent 
patent, because I don't know if you're aware of this, but we have over 200 patents in our company that have been created by our associates. Um, or even if it's someone who just wants to share something, you know, personal, like maybe that their family has been affected by COVID. Mm. Um, you know, he listens and he responds. And it's really, really um, refreshing and exciting for the culture of our company. I love, you know, leadership begins at the top, right? Uh -huh. And it ha comes, and your culture trickles from the top down, and it sounds like, and I've not met the new CEO yet, which I think we need to have a lunch. You'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I already do. Yeah. Um, but that's so amazing. And I, and I, you, you surprised me with the gratitude, the oh. culture of gratitude, because that is something I am so big on, mm -hmm. you know, that you bookend your day with gratitude. You start with gratitude, you end with gratitude. Right. And if Absolutely. you do that, you're going to live a happy life. Absolutely. How amazing would it be to work for a company that starts with that? Absolutely. It you is. It makes me feel very proud. Yeah. Very proud. You can't go wrong with that. Absolutely. So, um, what do you think is most attractive about Inventive to a potential new employee? You know, it's interesting. So our employees come from all walks of life and we see all of ourselves as, you know, potentially that mom and dad who want to stay connected. Mm -hmm. You know, we understand what our our customers are going through. And a lot of our employees are attracted because we all believe in helping people and making the most of the situation, the personal elements. You know, some have actually faced those kind of challenges, yeah. myself included. Um, you know, and having the drive to make life easier for other people, for their families that are in hardship, and just knowing that, you know, we are creating technology that's going to make their lives, you know, a lot easier. Um, you know, the technology that we're creating, it's not frivolous stuff. You know, this is this is not your wish list stuff. You yeah. Know, it's not, I want that PS4 for Christmas. This is stuff that makes a real difference in families' lives. So, you know, we want to do everything that that we can as an organization to make sure that we that we provide those true needs, those core needs to families. And so I think that, you know, the attractive thing is being a part of that. You're mm -hmm. part of, of something. I, I always tell people when I'm talking to them in an interview, I tell them, I could have any job in the world helping people find a job. And that's that's a great and a wonderful thing. But at the end of the day, when I go home, it's the pride in my company mm -hmm. and the pride in what we do for people that just gives me the energy to get up and do it again the next day. You know? Yeah, I know. Every time I talk to you, I can just feel I, the pride just oozes over the phone. Most of our conversations are over phone, but I, I can sense that 100% from you. And, you know, I, one of the top, so my question to my candidates when I'm betting for you or mm -hmm. any other company is, besides money, besides location, what's going to make you happy to get up and go to work tomorrow? Right. And do you know what the number one thing people say? Hmm. I want a company I can believe in. Yeah. Absolutely. So I understand that completely. Yeah, it sounds I like it. I do. <laughs> Good job. Okay, this is going to be a fun question, I think. And I don't know if you want to reveal this for the world, but let's see. So what is one top interview question you'd ask a candidate that would help you understand how they will fit into the company? And what kind of answer are you looking for? I want to know about their passion. Mm. Passion's really important. You know, our business isn't always an easy one to be part of. Right. So, you know, being passionate about people and about creating products that really help a very 
niche set of people um, is really important. So for me, you know, my passion for the company is what drives me on those hard days. And so I want to know that someone else is as passionate, you know, not only about what they do, but the purpose that our company mm. brings. Um, I, I've had situations where I have um, interviewed people who are like, mm, sorry, I, I just can't get behind what you guys do. And I understand that yeah. not everyone can, but I think that if a person is, you know, truly deeply empathetic person, and if there's someone who's really passionate and looking for that purpose in their life, um, it, it'll come through when we're talking and, and they'd love being a part of our company and we'd love to have them. And they'll be the right fit. Right. I mean, it's, it's not a fit for everybody. Right. Absolutely. And that's okay. It is. There's another fit for you somewhere else. That's right. <laughs> so what are some of the challenges you've had in your role and how have you overcome them over the years? So probably for the last couple of years, the biggest challenge was the market, right? I mean. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a candidate's market. True, for sure. True. And especially being part of a technology company. Yeah. You know, we'd have days where we would just have the perfect candidate and we'd make them that offer and they'd gladly accept and the next day we'd get that call back that said um yeah sorry i got another job somewhere else and they're paying me a whole lot more money than yep. you are right and um you know it just it, it put us in a position to have to decide are we just going to throw money at people mm -hmm. or are we going to try and and sell them on the idea of what we are and what we do because i really think <clears throat> yes our income is very important to all of us sure but i think that like you said you know it's also important to people to be a part of something yes and so probably the biggest you know that being one of the biggest challenges we faced was can we retain those wonderful people that we found for this job by not only um you know offering them an opportunity to make a good salary, but providing them with a purpose, with a job that, that they can feel good about at the end of the day. I think that's so huge because, you know, number one, I just want to say, I tell people all the time, if you find your passion, you'll never work a day in your life. And it sounds like you have found your passion, as have I, you know, and, you know, as much as I would love to just say, okay, I'm going to go work for Secures because I do, I love you guys so much. You know that. I do. Um, I, I'm not sure that that would be the right fit for me right now mm -hmm. because I have a different purpose. Right. And right. my passion is to help as many people as possible find a job and find the right job, mm -hmm. you know. So I think I'm right where I need to be right now. Um, but um, as far as, and I lost my train of thought, I do That's that sometimes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I do love your company, obviously, or I would not have invited y'all to, to, to showcase you on our podcast. Um, and I just think what the work y'all are doing is absolutely amazing. Um, Thank you. So tell me a little bit about the Securus Foundation and the work you're doing there to help transition a person out of incarceration. So the Securus Foundation is actually an independent organization and they have okay. separate leadership and governance. Okay. So we're incredibly proud of the fact that, you know, we were a founding sponsor and we did put up the resources to get the foundation started. But in the simplest terms, it's symbolic of our community, or excuse me, our commitment um, to bring technology to help facilitate the various needs as someone is first reentering the community. While we are focused on how to help people while incarcerated before their transition, the foundation kind of picks up once they're out in the community. And as a whole, um, it's the effort to help the incarceration process from 
um, you know, from, sorry, it's, it's, Ah. Let me do that again. <laughs> As a whole, it's the effort to help from incarceration through release to help advance people's needs and goals for a successful future. So the foundation is actually the, um, the incarcerated individual's partner upon release, and they're there to help them transition and get you know the support that they need, possibly finding jobs, yes. you know, getting back into the community. So in... Would you say that that first point of reentry back into society is that where you see the most return to incarceration? It it is. You know, if the, if the support isn't there in all aspects, you know, having a home, having an opportunity to work, having you know stability and mental health, if if they don't have that strong support initially upon release back into society. That's where we see the biggest, you know, um, cases of people returning. What a great mission that you guys have to just reduce the recidivism, um, you know, promote that reform. I just, you know, if, if you are a job seeker and you are wanting to find a company that you can get behind and really believe in, I highly encourage you to check them out. Brenda, where can they find information about the careers that you might have available? So that's www.aventive, and that's spelled A-V-E-N-T-I-V.com. And go to our career site, and you'll see all of our open positions. And we'll be sure to post that in the show notes as well so that you'll have an easy link to it. And I'm sure that if you connected with Brenda on LinkedIn, she'd be more than happy to connect back with you. And I would definitely follow them on LinkedIn so that you're getting the latest company updates and company news and all that good information. Um, okay. Hard part's over. Now, for, you ready for the fun part? Sure. <laughs> so these, these, we just like to get a little bit of insight into um, our guest, and they're just fun little questions. So hope you're ready for them. I'll be ready. <laughs> so if you were chosen to be one of the first colonists on Mars, mm -hmm. what three things or people would you take with you? So from a people standpoint, I would absolutely take my husband with me. He's definitely my best friend. He's my sounding board, the person I trust the most, especially, you know, when I have business ideas. I like yeah. to run ideas by him, and I know that he will definitely, you know, give me his honest feedback. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking if I'm one of the first colonists, I'm probably going to be in leadership, so his advice is going to be greatly appreciated. <laughs> um, the second thing... Um, I'd bring some kind of solar-powered communication device. Oh. Um, you know, I mean, look, I work for a company that creates devices to help people communicate. Surely they could figure one out for me if I was on Mars, <laughs> right? But I'd want to be able to stay in touch with my family and friends and those people that I love. Because just like our company products, I understand how important it is to stay connected to people. So that'd be my second item. And <clears throat> my third one... So I grew up in California, kind of right outside the wine country in the San Francisco Bay Area. And um, so the third thing I would do is bring some seeds to colonize, you know, and um, grow food, most importantly to grow grapes. So I'd have wine. <laughs> That's important. It is. <laughs> I had somebody that was thinking really limited one time. He said, I'm going to take a 12 pack of beer. I'm like, okay, what about the malt? Isn't that what you, the hops. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, what is one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? So, I've always kind of gotten teased a little bit by people. Oh, you're always like, yeah, you're just dressed to the nines all the time, right? 
but that really came from something that happened to me early in my career. So when I, I was in my mm. 20s, I lived in San Diego, and I worked for this man that was a huge believer in always dressing for success, even to the point in a beach town. We had to wear pantyhose every day with our dresses. Can you imagine? No. Pantyhose with our slacks. There were no dress down Fridays. It was five days a week. And one day, <clears throat> I asked him if he would be open to the idea of casual Fridays. And he said, absolutely not. And I said, why not? And he said, it's because if you're dressed for success, you're going to feel successful and you're going to be more successful in your day. And it's so funny because I've always carried that with me throughout my career. And even now that I'm working from home every day, I get up and I get dressed up for work. I really? Still I still dress like I'm going to the office. I still have on heels. I still have on jewelry. I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, that, that really sets me up for a successful day. I think in the very beginning, in the first week, I was kind of doing, you know, what everybody else was doing. I'm on video only from here. Right, up. the house suit. So, Have you heard that term? <laughs> so I had like yoga pants and a nice shirt. Right. And I really didn't feel like I was performing to my best ability. Interesting. So I really do believe dressing for success really helps your mindset. And I don't disagree with that, and I think that that is amazing, but I will tell you, I took full advantage of working from home. <laughs> like, there were some days where, like, you need to hop on a Zoom in 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to go put on some makeup. Right. You can't see me like this. So. <laughs> I love that, and I do yeah. think that Dress for Success, I think not only just during this time, but in anything you do, you know, you show up as a professional. Right, absolutely. And you do dress to the nines. Thanks. So <laughs> All right, my last question. Okay. If your life's work was being summarized in a news article, what would the headline be? She cared deeply. And I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really, um, I, I mean, you and I have talked so many times, and you know I'm just super passionate about mm -hmm. my company and what we do. Um, and I really think that that is who I am as a person in general. You know, I really give myself to everything that I do, whether it's, you know, to, to my family, to my friends. Um, I just, I'm just someone who really cares deeply naturally. I love that. Brenda, this has been so much fun. And Honestly, I think it was kind of a trick just so I could get some of your time to have you on the podcast. <laughs> I know how long we've been trying to go to lunch. I right? know, yeah. I know. But, yeah. you know, in this crazy pandemic hit, you right, know, right, right as we were finally about to make it happen. But Absolutely. I just have one last thing to say to you. Okay. You are a VIP. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. And that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com.